What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. It's a brand new week, and I just realized I don't have my bell. But you're looking here on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live saying, well, that's a new look. And indeed it is. We are live from Bears Paw Golf Club and the Rocky Mountain Rotary Golf Classic. The Celebrity Golf Classic. And believe it or not, they've asked us to be here. The Darren Moose DuPont has joined us, the co-host. And he's riding shotgun. It looks like he's in another room, but he's not. He's like... 10 feet from I know. me. How you doing? Like, yeah. Socially distanced from me. He survived COVID protocol. And we're here today. I just I want to thank the Rocky Mountain Rotary for inviting us here. Uh, among the celebrities, it's a very long list. Uh, and by name, some of which are going to be dropping on the show today. Some might not. But we know for a fact the iconic Natasha Staniszewski is going to be with us. She now of Calgary Flames and Calgary Stampeders TV. She's going to be here in hour two. Sheldon Lasham, our longtime friend, he is with the Rocky Mountain Rotor. He's also with the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. He's their director of entertainment. He's going to drop by, explain why we're here. Jordan Eberly of the Seattle Kraken. And a guy by the name of Bo Levi Mitchell is golfing in the tournament. And I have a sense that Bo Levi is going to come up in our quick six show topics here, Moose, in moments. Okay. But it's kind of a little thing that everybody's having a little... Like, your, your eyes are twinkling like everybody around here. Like, is he going on the show? <laughs> we don't know. I know, right? We never know what's good. We don't know what's going to happen. That's what's going to be fun today. And we're yes. tucked in a spot here overlooking the course. But, you know, all the carts are off to my left, straight away from Rod, where all the golfers will come in. So they'll all see us. Mm. There's, there's no doubt he'll see you. 
Um, it's just a matter of what that interaction looks like. I feel like almost everybody in the country knows, but a lot of people don't know. There's a long-standing rivalry and feud between the quarterback of the Calgary Stampeders and myself. But not everybody knows the head coach of the Stampeders was his wife wasn't aware of this feud. So, anyways, you know, not to belabor this or anything, but they are having fun with it here at Bears Paw, and they said, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're just going <laughs> to tuck you around the corner, and when Bo shows up, we're going to say, hey, Bo, there's a guy around the corner that wants to talk to you over there. And I think that's what they're going to do. So how imagine how that? that's going to go, Moose. Oh, boy. How about that? Yeah. So that's what's coming up. But uh, great work here by our entire crew, Director Jordan, for uh, setting it all up in terms of the look and everything. I think it looks real good. It's fun to be at a golf course, obviously. Bearers Paw Golf Club just outside Calgary is where we're at. But, uh, Darren, you ran a contest yesterday for Father's Day with the RP Show, and I've got some contestants here. Would you mind explaining what went down yesterday? Yeah, so we've got a gift card, Taco Time gift card up for grabs. Um, just wanted to connect with all of our fans and our viewers on the text line and through social and just say, hey, look, it's send in your favorite Father's Day photos, past or present, you name it. And uh, there were so many that came in, but we pulled a few of the good ones, and uh, we're going to make the draw this afternoon on who's going to be the winner. Some randos. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> here we go. Uh, Producer Clark has put together a list, and uh, these are some of the entrants, not all of them, but these are from our Father's Day photo contest. And again, random winner will get a gift card from our friends at Taco Time. So there we go. Uh, Cliff Hanselman. That is Cliff and Colby out there in Kelowna. This is Brad Weiss with his dad, Walter. Uh, what else we got? Ian Graham. You can tell the Scottish flavor in that, can't you? Oh, yeah. Chris Jarl out in BC in Vancouver sent in that photo of him and his dad. Chris in Weyburn is next. How about that? Go, Pats, go. I like that photo. That might be my favorite. Troy Calmer in Toronto. Long time. Uh, that, there's Troy at a Blue Jays game with his pops. Jeff in Hamilton, who... Watches on Game Plus TV with his crew. Thank you, Jeff, for sending. And then one of our biggest and longtime supporters, Norm Fong. Last but not least with his daughter, Sarah, there. How about Normie? I would say I think I was working with the riders at that time. So that's pretty cool. And how many? There was a lot of photos oh, came yeah. in, eh, Moose? Tons of photos came in. So, again, really appreciate that. And uh, we'll pick a winner here this afternoon and send it out. All right. So we're broadcasting live from the Rocky Mountain Rotary Celebrity Golf Classic at Bears Paw Golf Club. That's what we're doing. And we'll have some celebrity guests dropping by the program throughout the show. Now, Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, as we get back into... What we normally do here at the RP Show. Mm, did you hear it? I did not. Uh, did you hear it? Did you hit it, Jordan? Sometimes it went. Okay, I didn't hear it, but that will. That's okay. So number one, if the Tampa Bay Lightning hope to three-peat as Stanley Cup champions, they'll have to become the first team in NHL history to overcome a 2-0 series deficit to win back-to-back best-of-seven series. The Lightning eliminated the Rangers in the conference final after going down 0-2. Now they trail the Avalanche 0-2 in the Stanley Cup final. Game three goes tonight at Amelie Arena, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's a place the Lightning have won seven straight home games in the postseason. Calgary is a hockey town, Moose. So there's a lot to talk about the Stanley Cup final here. And actually, I'll just it leads into our second point, which is the poll question today. I was throwing it up to the guys. Should we talk about Andre Vasilevsky or should we talk about game three tonight? And clearly, Moose, you felt let's look ahead, not behind. So the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships across the prairies is, can the Lightning come back and make this a series? I voted yes. Clearly, Darren, it's going to take 
Game three, a win tonight for Tampa Bay. Do you think they can even come back? Or are they too far gone in this thing? No, of course they can come back. This is, I mean, no panic mode. And they've lost big games before in the playoffs. It's not often, but they have. Um, you know, I go back to the 5 nothing game against Toronto. They went down 0-2 to New York, and they came back. They're going back home, and they could easily just flip this around, win two games, and all of a sudden Colorado could be on their heels. Well, interesting. At press time, one out of 10 polls reporting, 63% saying no, the Lightning cannot come back. And I love the stats. I'm a stickler for the stats. I think you like him too. Um, no team has ever been down 0-2 in the conference final in Stanley Cup. None. Never. I might tend to go along with that. Uh, but teams that go up 2-0 in the Stanley Cup final alone go on to win 90% of the time. I mean, what a steep, steep, steep road. I'm interested, and I hope that Jordan Eberle will be here in time for the golf tournament today, the Seattle Kraken, to get his thoughts on the Stanley Cup final. But listen, I can't go any further without just discussing Andre Vasilevsky and Game 2. I was flying home, Moose, back to Canada and listening to the game. So I didn't see the goals. I was listening on the SiriusXM app. But it was one nothing, two nothing, three nothing. It wasn't bang, bang, bang. It was all yeah. throughout the game. And I guess, forget about the broadcast. I saw the pundits on Sports Center just ripping John Cooper apart. And if you read my Ten Things column on Sunday, I said you don't understand what you're talking about, and you shouldn't be ripping John Cooper if you've never coached at any level. I feel that the relationship between a coach and a goalie, similar to a coach and a quarterback, you pull them right. Or yeah. you leave him in. Yeah. And in the case of Vasilevsky, they left him in. I think I thought it was out of respect. He's played every minute of every game for the last three years. Why would you pull him now even though they were down? I thought it was out of respect. And I guess Cooper said afterwards he never even thought about pulling him despite being down 7 nothing. What do you think should have happened? Yeah, no, I think John Cooper made the right call. Um, when you look at this the way that game went it was it was pretty even throughout the game the goals and john cooper knows his goaltender there's been multiple occasions where he's allowed five or six goals in a game so john knows which buttons he can press which ones he can because vazzy's always found a way to come back and respond right so i have no doubt that he's going to do that again well just about always but after game one, he didn't come back and respond better in game two that's the first time that he hasn't yeah literally the first but again, I think this is between John Cooper and his goaltender. And I just, I saw the analyst saying, I think it was a mistake that he left him in. I'm like, what do you know? You're a newspaper writer. Yeah. Anyways, I guess I get a, just a little bit too <clears throat> defensive about that. What are we doing here? Do we have a problem? I think there's a, I'm, I'm sure they maybe lost my, my feed here for a second. I don't know if they did. Okay. Um, Anyways, if I need to keep talking and on my own. Okay, they lost Darren's laptop. That's what it is. So anyways, our Stanley Cup coverage on the RP Show is brought to you daily by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. To schedule maintenance or learn to learn more about our services, call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. Huge avalanche fans there, and they are two wins away from collecting their third Stanley Cup title in franchise history. So, yeah, the moose is scrambling around. Hey, welcome to live television, everybody. This is the way it works. I can handle it on my own. But I have for point three, simply this, CFL week two. And like I said, it's a 1 o'clock p.m. mountain shotgun here for the golf tournament. So I don't know if Bo Levi is going to be here in time to even go on the show. And God knows he's said how many times. How many times he got to say he's not going on? So, again... I've said, hey, Bo, 
more than anything, I'm just interested in tonight's banquet, which I will be emceeing here at Bears Paw. So we're going to be in the same room. Like the guys from the Rotary, they're like, have you and Bo ever met? And I'm like, no, never met. The only time we've been in the same room is in the same stadium. And the reason I bring this up is I would like to discuss Saturday's biggest comeback. Hey, the Moose is back. Nice work, guys. I mean, where do we start? Here's the scores. We talked about the Argos beating the Alouettes 20-19 to in a last-second missed field goal by the Alouettes. Jeff Reinbold came in on Friday and said he just muffed it. There's nothing to be said other than he, he duffed it. He screwed it up, the kicker for the Alouettes. We talked about that game already. Friday night, Winnipeg beat Ottawa 19-12. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers swept the Ottawa Red Blacks, and I see people, I see people saying, are the Red Blacks this good? This good? They're 0-2, bro. I don't I care. I don't care how close you lost. And then Saturday, a doubleheader, the Calgary Stampeders. Again, I'm flying home. I'm listening to the game on Sirius XM, surfing Twitter. At one point, it's 24 nothing Hamilton over Calgary in Hamilton. And I see people who will remain nameless, but media saying, can, can we hit 60? Keep going. You don't, you don't, a couple things you don't do. You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull on Superman's cape, and you do not count out the Calgary Stampeders, Bo Levi Mitchell, or otherwise. And he came back, and the Stampeders won Moose in overtime, 30-27. And I think it might be the biggest comeback in CFL history. I, I was part of the Canada Day comeback, 21 points in 2010, Rough Riders and Alouettes. This was more. Did you see anywhere that said it was the biggest comeback in CFL history? Um. I saw it from you. We're declaring that it is. <laughs> We're declaring that it was the biggest comeback and, in CFL history. And as you know, like, if I hear you say it, I take that's gospel. Of course. Right? So I didn't fact check it. I didn't need to. <laughs> right? I got Nobody this. said I was wrong. Exactly. But, you know, I watched that game and, you know, the people saying 60 points. I mean, yeah, you probably needed to keep scoring. Um, but everything did go right. I mean, you look at the strip. Um, fumble, I guess, uh, the Dane strip Evans, of Dan yes. Evans, and that took back for a touchdown. That's wild. And then just the way the overtime went. But you know what? That's, that's Calgary. And it's not the same Calgary that, you know, every possession they're threatening to score on, but you can't count them out. And this is a team that's dangerous, and they're finding their way, and clearly it's uh, a good start. Well, and if you were, I mean, then I got to Calgary and I watched the highlights on Sports Center and I saw the Bo Levi Mitchell ran up to the Sports Net or the Sports Center panel. You saw the, the CFL and TSN panel right after the game. And then I think he did a little bit one of these yeah. you know, to his critics after the game. How many times do I need to tell you that if you keep dumping on him and different from what I did, that was fun, I felt rivalry stuff. Yeah. But you got TSN announcers, you got other CFL play-by-play announcers saying this guy doesn't have what it takes, his injuries are catching up. Jeff Reinbold said that on this show on Friday. The injuries are starting to, to catch up. All you're doing is firing the guy up. That's a fact. And he goes out and continues to prove it. When are they going to learn? I know. When are they going to learn? And you almost just you know want to not talk about him. No attention. Then he'll go away. Or pump his head up. You hope, right? But... You know what? The more they want to, you know, talk down to him and say he's finished, he's, I, I don't want to compare. He's not Tom Brady, right? But he, he's Tom Brady-esque, right? You tell Tom he's finished. You know, 40 years old, Tom, that's when you're done, right? Oh, oh injuries. Yeah. You don't come back from injuries, Bo, like this. These types of injuries, watch me. That's what they're thinking. And so that's cool. I agree. 
Uh, start spreading the news. We're live on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces in 31 states, including my home state of Florida, where they're all watching down there. What, tell us what you guys would like us to talk about. We're only at two, three points through the quick six here. We haven't even got through all of the CFL games. I'll just say Saturday night, I was able to get into Calgary in time to watch the second half of the Rough Riders beating the Edmonton Elks. Uh, what was it? 26-16. And I just have to say this. Uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders 2-0. Open the newspaper today. Like, ride your dinosaur down to the gas, to the convenience store and buy your newspaper and open it up. Who's in first place? Saskatchewan. Yet all I hear is, they let Edmonton hang around too long. They took too many penalties. Oh, our center might have broke his leg. It's my commentary today on Cat Country and Rock 98.5. Enjoy the prosperity because the real adversity is around the corner. Why can't they enjoy being 2-0? and I see more negativity than I see positivity. I know. And, but it's because they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right? They're it's a waiting. Terrible way to live. It, right? Terrible and, way to live. You know, it's like, how, it's like being antsy and just waiting for somebody to come up and take it all away. You know, just enjoy it. Relax. Don't get too cocky with it because know that it's not going to last forever. But you've got two really good weeks here to enjoy being in first place. You should enjoy that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just... Uh, if they say you can't stand prosperity or can't stand success, I'm just saying your team is first place and unbeaten. Enjoy it. My guy Cody went in there. He showed up. Chris Jones. There's the, there was a chance that he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he answered the bell. Let's talk about that. I haven't heard anybody talk about how great the quarterback played the other night. So anyways, that's my take on week two in the CFL. We've got a lot more to get to with that. I don't know why. why every time I hear the name Max Versteppen, I want to snap my fingers. You know, it's like Max Verstappen. It's not, even a, it's not even a race anymore, metaphorically speaking. He cruised to his sixth Formula One win of the season by holding off a late challenge from Carlos Sainz Jr. Did I say that right? Sainz? Sands? And pulling away in a fairly easy Sunday to drive in the Canadian Grand Prix in Montreal. Verstappen started from the pole at Circuit Gilles Villeneuve in Montreal and wasn't challenged until the final 10 laps by Sands. Mercedes had a tremendous rebound as Lewis Hamilton and George Russell finished third and fourth, respectively. 320,000? 338,000 showed up. What's Formula One doing right? I know, right? It's... They got, they got the secret sauce. Luxury brands. Yeah, luxury brands. You, you knew who was going to and... win before he even went, basically. You did. I, I called it, didn't I, what, last week? Well, yeah, but I mean, what do you want, a pat on the back for doing what Should've everybody else did? Should have put What were the odds? Yeah, exactly. Like that's For Bet Regal. The sun's going to come up tomorrow, Rod. You watch. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I wonder where Lewis Hamilton is. And I got to talk to some racing people to find out where Lewis Hamilton has gone. Because there used to be the rivalry as, like, a year ago. There was a rivalry. Now Lewis Hamilton is might as well be retired. Well, it's it's fun to get into the new sports and follow things. And I, Lee, I the guy I'm referring to or gesturing to is Lee Genier, our business guy. And I said, "Is it the car or what is it? Is it the car or the driver?" And you said, "It's the car, didn't you?" Basically, we could drive this thing to uh, finishing <laughs> first in a Formula One. He's the Connor McDavid of racing, Max Verstappen. It's about the show. I got the sense that it's about the show, Ella, the Kentucky Derby, or the NBA. Yeah. You know, anyways, we're not even, we're uh, four points through our quick six. We got more to get to. We're broadcasting live from the Rocky Mountain Rorty Charity Golf Classic 
here at Bears Paw Golf Club. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Cloudy, cool morning here in the foothills. You're looking at the driving range at Bears Paw Golf Club. We're at the Rocky Mountain Rotary Celebrity Golf Classic. And we know for a fact coming up later on in the program, Natasha Staniszewski will be joining us right here. Hopefully some of the uh, other players from the golf tournament. Jordan Eberle won. Um, I, I think Theo's in it. Lanny McDonald. I guess we'll find out. And, of course, Bo Levi Mitchell of the Calgary Stampeders, which everybody's just giddy, including myself, whether that's going to happen or not. The Moose is here with me as well. You're golfing this afternoon, right, in this thing? TBD. There's a chance you might not? Well, I've heard from you that there's a spot. Um, okay. We'll, we'll find out. Well, your clubs are in the car. They're in, I, I came prepared. In our capital GMC SUV. So continuing along... In our quick six show topics here, uh, point five, calling their tough three-game series with the Yankees an early measuring stick that Toronto Blue Jays finished on a high Sunday with an emotional come-from-behind 10-9 victory over the Bronx Bombers. The Blue Jays at 38 wins hope that momentum carries over into uh, in a three-game series in Chicago tonight against the White Sox is an 8-10 Eastern first pitch. We'll move into our Memorial Cup talk for a second here in our junior hockey Coverage brought to you by Cavendish Farms, proud supporters of junior hockey in Canada. After a three-year COVID-induced hiatus, the Memorial Cup is once again up for grabs. It opens tonight to host St. John Sea Dogs with new interim coach Gardner McDougall, who I think used to coach the Labrette Eagles. For somewhere he coached in the SJ. Okay. The host team, St. John Sea Dogs, taking on the OHL champion Hamilton Bulldogs tonight. It's a 4 p.m. mountain opening faceoff. TSN's got it. So the round robin gets underway. The Quebec League champion show winning in Cataract. The surprise Quebec League champions will take on the WHL champion Edmonton Oil Kings. And I just got to settle in on this for a minute because... Junior hockey is my guilty pleasure, if you will. Of course, I'm going to be watching it tonight as much as I can. Also, I'm seeing this golf tournament here. We'll have to put it on the TVs, the banquet here. Somebody wrote in and asked how many, uh, who I think or who I'm cheering for. Obviously, it's the Edmonton Oil Kings, but I've seen the polls going around on Twitter. How many games will the WHL rep win at the Memorial Cup? Because how long has it been since the Dub has even won one game? I know. It's notoriously been, at least lately, Really tough. It's been dry at the turn. How many years it's been, people? I don't know. I don't think they won one last year. No, they didn't. Right? PA never did. Well, there hasn't been. That's what I mean. What you, yeah. The last time. That was the last one. Eh? So there's been, I believe, three in a row where there hasn't been a win. So it's time. But it's not that the WHL's inferior. No, of course to the not. Other no, it's of course a, not. It's a, what do I say? It's a, it's a fad, not a trend. So we'll see. I'm, yeah, and I'm obviously going to pull for the Western team as well. Of course. Edmonton. But I got a soft spot for St. John. 
because I'm really curious to see how Gardner McDougall does. I'm very familiar. I've gotten to know him, um, especially when I've been doing a lot of university hockey and several university cups. Mm -hmm. He's notoriously, uh, routinely has the UNB Varsity Reds at the University Cup, if not winning it. He's created probably the number one uh, university program in the country in Fredericton. So um, I think we'll see how he transitions, but he was a really smart choice to come in as an interim coach, just to move up from a real successful program. He's worked with young men for a long time, so he understands. So I think he can, he can get them moving, I think. Well, just those hockey discussions, you know, is when we were at the Centennial Cup, which, by the way, I packed my Centennial Cup bunny hug. I've been trying to tell people, wear that thing in Florida? Not even a chance. I was telling the young girls here at the golf tournament today, Carolyn over here. There's one girl got a full length park on right down to where the right down to her ankles. And I'm like, you know, they're like, uh, where have you, where did you come from? We're setting up for the TV show. I said, I've just been in Florida for the last three weeks. And they're like, Oh, that sounds so nice. Oh, believe me it was, but everybody runs around without their shirt on down there because you can't even wear a t-shirt in South Florida. It's that hot. I was in Orlando on the weekend. It was like 96 degrees. What was my point on this? Oh, yeah. So I couldn't wear <laughs> the bunny hug that I yeah. bought at the Centennial Cup. I would have died. I should have worn it out here today because it's somewhat cold. Listen. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, go it just ahead. makes me wonder how The Rock can roll around in his sweaters, his wool sweaters, or his suits in ballers in Miami, right, when it's that hot. A lot of people do wear suits, but they, they sweat buckets under them. Yeah. That is a fact. But on Friday, after our workout, I, we, the mayor of Dodge City and I, Brian Dodge went over for coffee at Starbucks and I called up my app. I called up the weather in Calgary. I said, this is where I'm going. It's 55 Fahrenheit. He's like, ooh. <laughs> he pulled one of the, a literal ooh. And I think today it's like 65. Yeah. You know, and everybody's walking around in a park today. So anyways, it was a nice reprieve from the Florida heat, but uh, I'm ready to go back. <laughs> what else do I have here? The memor. That was my six points. Um, Hamilton takes on St. John tonight. And Tuesday, it's Edmonton versus Shawinigan. So we can move it on over into uh, Taco Time. Viewer takeover early if we want to. Again, Sheldon Lasham coming up later on this hour from the Rocky Mountain Rotary and the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Natasha Stanishevsky in hour two. And I want to say something about Natasha. You, did you know her when she was on the air in Saskatoon? I've met her when she was at CTV Saskatoon. She was classy then. She's classy now, but she was the TSN Sports Center anchor that everybody loved for years and years and years. And now she's with the Calgary Stampeders and the Calgary Flames as their host. And I've seen her work. She just looks so at home and like she's having so much fun. I think I saw the interview with Randy Ambrosi when he came through town for Randy's road trip. They're very excited in Calgary to have Natasha as their uh, these teams as the host of their whatever you want to say. Well, it's a big deal. And in stadium, in arena, their digital stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's a star and she's yeah, home in Calgary. Time. And it's, uh, you know, it really elevates everybody's brand around there too. And it, it's a good synergy, right? And it seems like she's happy and at home and very comfortable. And when you're in that situation, it shows really well. The viewers realize that when you're happy and, you know, in a really comfortable spot. So she seems like she's having the time of her life doing that job. Well, and let me ask you this. And we'll get back to actual sports. I mean, I feel like, should I ask her if she's a good golfer or not? Like at these celebrity, full disclosure, golf isn't really my thing. And what finished me a lot of for the reason is 25 years ago, I would go in these golf tournaments like this. 
And I'd go out there and hack it up, and I'd be with a bunch of guys that wanted to win the damn thing, and they'd be pissed off at me. And I'm like, this is not fun. <laughs> like, if you want to put me with a bunch of other hackers and we're going to go out and have, have fun, then I'll do that. But I just, Natasha seems like she might be good at everything that she does. She seems like she's one of those people. Doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she seems just like a natural athlete. She's just going to be good at whatever she, she does. Or even if she's bad, she won't look bad. Like she'll make of it, course she'll not. at least make it look good. Like, you know, um, she'll fit in all, you know, anyways, um, hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, you don't want to be that guy in the scramble. Three other people are sitting around. You got to make the putt. Oh, right. That was me. Like, hey, Rod, we haven't used one of your drives yet. And we're on the 17th hole. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, oh, no. Exactly. Don't tell me that when I'm about to tee off. Tell me after I've teed off. I thought I had the list here. I thought I had the list. It must be on my other phone, which I don't think I have here. But, uh, well, Sheldon's coming up. Sheldon LaShawn from the Rocky Mountain Rory. Yeah. He can tell us some of the celebrities that are going to be in this thing today. Whether Bo Levi Mitchell comes on the air or not, I don't know. That's a real good reason for the rest of you to hang in for the rest of the show. But I knew this. At least they weren't coming in after being you know, a loss in Hamilton and being routed. He can come in here doing a Conor McGregor with the biggest comeback in CFL history as we have named it. Yeah. But I'm not quite done yet on game three of the Stanley Cup final tonight. And there, you, there was a time we used to get the ratings, you know. We would have found out what the CFL games were versus the Stanley Cup game, you know, in June. And I don't know where those ratings are anymore. They don't post them like they used to. But game three tonight's another great night. And I think Tampa's going to come back. If any team can come back, it's Tampa. But Steven Stamkos did seem very deflated, didn't he, after game two, if you saw the interviews? Mm -hmm. He did. And that's tough. You know, when you see real emotion, it's hard to hide, like, true emotions and what people are really feeling, right? You know, they can say things, but words don't always mean a lot when you see the real, what they're actually feeling. And maybe, you know, he sees that game and is like, look, at they're just better. You know, that, that realization that Colorado maybe is just better and we're not going to be able to pull this out. But, you know, you will be disappointed after us. I still wouldn't count out Tampa. I still wouldn't just because of the experience they have and, and their ability. But, uh, yeah, it didn't look good. Again, no team has ever been down 0-2 in a conference final and the Stanley Cup final and come back to win the Stanley Cup. It's never happened. So while numbers and they say stats are for losers, 100% is a 100%. You know what <laughs> I mean? Right. So I think there might be a reason for that. But, I mean, I go back to this and I don't want to if – if you watched enough of the analysis, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But the one uh, reporter was saying they should have pulled Vasilevsky to give him a rest for game three. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about rest? You think an extra 20 minutes on the bench is going to make him feel better in a game that isn't for 48 more hours? in his home and they're flying home on a luxury charter jet. Like God tonight is, I guess, you know, game two probably was the swing game. They always say game three is the key game. I think Saturday, the seven, nothing loss probably did decide this series. Tonight we'll find out, but I just feel like that was a backbreaker, yeah. a soul crusher. I know. Well, that was a, it's a, it was a soul crusher, you know, seven, nothing like that. And just nothing in the tank. Now, I, I still think game three is the swing game because it's either three, nothing or it's two, one. And now all of a sudden there's all this doubt in like, cause they just did it right. The blueprint is there. They just did this to New York. And if I'm Colorado, 
I'm like, okay, they won another game at home. Geez, if they even it up, then we've lost our edge. So um, it's a massive, massive game. Uh, James watching in Borden, Manitoba says, I feel like it's going to be a sweep. The Avs look unstoppable. Jeff in Winnipeg says, I think Tampa has to win tonight or it's curtains. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and Randy from the peg says, golf tourneys are supposed to be fun and for everyone. The ones who are out there to win are just wannabes. Yeah, but they exist. Doesn't matter what it's supposed to be. It's what it is. Yes. And I don't need to come out here and feel bad. I've spent 15 years working on myself, accepting myself. I suck at golf. I don't need these three guys that are refusing to sit with me at the supper because I missed that putt. <laughs> I know. Um, Tim Manto watching on YouTube says, this is my first season getting into the CFL. What is the main offensive strategy used? Do they use spread slash air raid or smash mouth slash power run? What a question to put in here now. We can, it's, the spread offense was invented here in this town by John Huffnagel, right, Lee? In the early 90s. That's a fact, Jack. And we'll talk about it more in hour two because Sheldon Lasham will join us next. And that's going to be a great chat. See you in hour two, Moose? See you then. All right, load them up, everybody, because we have Taco Time viewer takeover coming up two segments from now. We are live from the Rocky Mountain Rotary Celebrity Golf Classic at Bears Paw Golf Club just outside Calgary. And you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beautiful Calgary morning. What a wonderful day for the Rocky Mountain Rotary Celebrity Golf Classic here at Bears Paw Golf Club. We're broadcasting live from the clubhouse. And uh, joining us here in hour one is our good and longtime friend, Sheldon Lasham. Let's bring him in here. We know him from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We know him from Winyard Sask, the chicken capital. And also now, obviously, the Rocky Mountain Rotary. This is a big, big event, man. A lot of work has gone into this thing. Hey, Shell? Yeah, it's been a few, few months in the works here. But uh, we're pretty excited to get everybody here. We've got a massive, exciting list of celebrities on board to uh, come play with all their teams and stuff today. So thanks for you guys for being here, obviously. But we're excited. Well, thanks for the invite. You're the catalyst for everything Calgary for, uh, for us. And I really can't thank you enough i mean that off the top of your head you send me the list of celebrities and i can't find it so off the top of your head who are some of the guys and gals you got oh wow we have theron flurry lanny mcdonald your buddy bovilai mitchell will be here <laughs> yes. natasha stanishevsky hopefully i said that right um a whole bunch of calgary flames alumni calgary stamps alumni so uh yeah we got a stack list i think there's 40 of them coming so everybody that signed up will have a celebrity on their team and uh, it's going to be a fun fun day hopefully this weather holds out looks like it should but Yes, the Lord is smiling on you, Sheldon, here today, weather-wise for sure. But you forgot yours and my favorite all-time Saskatchewan Rough Rider. That's right, Jeff Fairholm. Man, it's pretty crazy to have him here. Like, he was my all-time favorite growing up. And to have him at the course and see him at Grey Eagle the other day on your show was pretty interesting. So a lot of these things come full circle now mm-hmm. when we're a little bit older. But it's uh, he was definitely a favorite of mine. I remember him in Winyard holding the Grey Cup with my dad on the back of the trailer when we won the Grey Cup in 89. So it's uh, interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool to have guys like that here for sure. Sheldon was also the chairman of the 2009 Grey Cup. 
correct, Sheldon? Yeah, marketing director, or chairman yep. at the time actually was Scott uh, Scott Mitchell, or um, from BC there. So yeah, we had a really good group. Two thousand oh nine was first time I think it sold out in thirty days, thirty or sixty days. Fantastic feat. Fortunately, we were on the sidelines when uh, the riders lost the way they did with that too many men, which is heartbreaking to see, but uh, the event went off without a hook. Comes up a lot. Yes, it does. <laughs> Even here, it continues to come up a lot. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about, uh, if you don't mind, the Rocky Mountain Rotary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say about two years ago, myself, Ryan Baum, Tyler Hebelwaith, uh, got together and wanted to put together more of a younger professional rotary group. Uh, we found a need in the community where a lot of the guys that might have joined the the older rotary group where they have meetings every every week, every month, uh, we just couldn't commit the time to do that. So we said, why don't we start our own where we meet monthly and then uh, COVID hit. So a lot of our meetings were done through Zoom and everything, but we did, you know, execute a couple of really good uh, events out in Cochrane area. We put on a drive-in movie for families, raised $60,000 directly for the food bank for our first two movies. So that was exciting. And then this is our next event back. Uh, and then later on this year, we had the Cochrane Outhouse races we took over, which are a pretty popular events in Cochrane. And then we're going to do Cochrane uh, Community Builders Awards, where we'll be honoring uh, a local celebrity in our community. Is this your first golf classic? This is the first one. Yes. Wow. So surprisingly enough, like, I don't think we did much promotion at all. It was just, you know, the guys that are on our team are pretty scrappy and we know quite a few people. So we just reached out, you know, Curtis Glencross was a big, big uh, help for us to get a lot of the alumni here uh, between myself, Ryan and Tyler and a lot of the organizing committee. So first one and we sold it out. We have a lot of great celebrities, guys like you here too, Roddy and Darren and Lee sitting across from me. So uh, we're pretty excited for this being our first one, so we think it'll just grow from here. We are off to a great start, and what a wonderful spot you have. But I have to ask you, I was in Florida when the Flames lost out to the Oilers. I'm glad I wasn't here. I'm going to tell you, I'm glad I wasn't here. <laughs> I predicted a Florida-Calgary Stanley Cup. What happened, man? I don't know. I was at a lot of you the You don't games, have an answer? I don't know, man. I think it was would have been nice to see Marky kind of step it up a little bit and we were there for that goal that was supposed to be a goal that looked like a goal and i'm sure you guys have talked about it at nauseum but at the end of the day i think the oilers were just better that series um so you know goal or no goal i think you know they deserve the win unfortunately i hate saying that well it came in game five so it's not like it cost them the series but we should tell the world that sheldon is an ordained hockey official in the american <laughs> hockey league like you know the rules I mean, how many days afterwards that was that debated in this town that it should have been a goal? Yeah, for a while. Like, and we were sitting pretty much right there. I mean, it looked like it was going in anyways. So, right, I why mean, touch it? You know, I'm not a National Hockey League referee, but uh, it, it looked like it was going in anyways. But you know, you can't you can't focus the series on one goal. So, no. Yeah. So, are they over it? I'm not over it. We got next year, though, right? So, and we got golf. So well, now we've moved on. <laughs> well, there are those that have said, I'm sorry to pick a wound, but we're here to talk sports. That's what we do on this show every day. And people have said, so, or what I, I shouldn't say what people have said. I've seen it on social media. Are we going to hear about this as much as the 2004 uh, Martin Jelena no goal? Actually, well, why don't you ask Martin? He'll be is he going to be here? He's going to be here, yeah, any minute. So why don't we get him on and we can ask him directly. You don't want to I'm answer sure, the question. Yeah, I'm sure he's answered that uh, that same question over and over again. But no, I mean, that was for the Stanley Cup. You know, that would See, we won't hear from this as much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. But. Uh, and Bo Levi Mitchell, was it difficult to 
get him confirmed to come down here? A little. Well, I mean, they just had a game, so right. So we were kind of on the fence as to whether he was going to come or not. But uh, yeah, he sent us a note last night. Actually, Nicole's sitting right here. She helped set it up. Um, but yeah, he'll be here. So. I thought maybe I would just be the first so she, guy to do the introduction right. between you two. She's just walk him around the ask. corner. <laughs> Does she know? Does she know? Yeah. She Nicole knows. knows. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So maybe I'll just walk him around the corner. It'll just be a big surprise and you guys can finally Wouldn't meet, that so. be something? <laughs> well, the invitation's there. Yeah. It's wide open. All right, Sheldon. Thanks for all you do for us and, yeah, absolutely. and for everybody. Have fun today. We'll yeah. See you thanks for coming to Rod, Lee, Darren. It's, uh, I'm surprised you're not golfing. I want to see that uh, don't nice be golf surprised. swing of yours. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> thanks, Sheldon. Yeah, Sheldon thanks, Sean from the Rocky Mountain Rotary joining us here at the Bears Paw Golf Club. We'll be right back. We'll do a sports update and a viewer takeover for Taco Time. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network. Also, YouTube Live and streaming audio 24-7 at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. are looking live at Bears Paw Golf Club just outside Calgary. It is a beautiful day and it looks like the rain is going to stay away. Look, I know we've had a lot of comments come in on the program today. It's been a busy show and it's an exciting one here at the Rocky Mountain Rotary Charity Golf Classic. And there's been a lot of comments coming in that I couldn't get to, but this is the time. I know it's the most interactive talk show on television and streaming, but I can't get to everybody all the time, but we will here in moments. But a sports update. Guelph kept their winning streak going with a 90, sorry, 89-83 CEBL victory over the Hamilton Honey Badgers at home on Sunday afternoon. The Guelph uh, Nighthawks advanced to 6-3. and three. They've won five in a row in Canadian Elite Basketball League play. Honey Badgers fall to 7-2. and two. Canada's returning home from the under-18 Women's Americas Basketball Championship with a silver medal after an 82-77 loss in the final. But there were moments Sunday where it looked like they had a chance to upset the United States despite trailing 41-31 at halftime in Buenos Aires. The Canadians closed the gap and only trailed the U.S. by four points going into the fourth quarter. Tiana Todd led Canada with 19 points. Teammate Mariana Esser netted uh, 15. He led after the first round and stayed in the hunt all weekend, but Adam Hadwin of Abbotsford, B.C., had to settle for a share of seventh place in the U.S. Open on Sunday. Had uh, Hadwin carded rounds of 66, 72, 70, and 71 to finish at one under 279. Englishman Matt Fitzpatrick won the U.S. Open with a final round two under 68 at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts to finish the tournament at six under 274. Will Zalatoris and Scotty Scheffler finished one stroke back. Canada and the United States will square off today in an important soccer match for both countries. The rivals will play their second games of the 28th CONCACAF under 20 championship in Honduras today. The U.S. defeated St. Kitts and Nevis 10-0 in their first game while Canada was clipped one nothing by Cuba. This sports update brought to you by Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Going to turn it over this as much as we can. Um, David Asplin, watching in Winnipeg, says, Morning Rod and Dupes, long time no see. 
Happy to be back watching. What areas of concern do you have for the Riders slash Bombers after two weeks of football? I'm glad you brought that up. None. They're 2-0. Enjoy it. <laughs> That's not how I look at it. There's some uh, rude comments coming in towards the Ryder fans. We're not going to allow those either. Randy from Winnipeg says, how about a Rod versus Bo putt off? Rod wins, Bo has to come on the show. If Bo wins, Rod has to wear a Bo jersey on Football Friday. That's not really losing a bet. I've already been photographed. Yeah, I've already been photographed in a Bo jersey. Think of something else. Uh, Speaking of, by the way, our guy Lee... Genier has fashioned the list of celebrities. This is their first ever Rocky Mountain Rotary Celebrity Golf Classic. This is the list. How do you get better than this? Gord Bamford, country music star. Rene Corbet, married a girl from Milestone, Saskatchewan, by the way, Rene Corbet. Mike Civic, remember him, the six foot eight NHL linesman, Mike Civic. Some guy named Darren DuPont. Jordan Eberly of the Seattle Kraken. Sheldon and my favorite rough rider ever, Jeff Fairholm. Theron Fleury, just back from his time visiting Tucker Carlson. Where was, did you see that, Lee? Was that in New York? Where's Tucker Carlson out of New? I think he's in New York. Martin Jelena, as Sheldon said earlier, Calgary Flames assistant coach. I'll go a little faster here. Curtis Glenn Cross who I believe was the first guy to ever be traded between the Edmonton Oilers and Calgary Flames. Jason LaBarbera, he's the current goalie coach of the Flames. Brent Cron, former Hitman goalie. Katri Anna LeMaydon. Morris Lukowicz. Lanny McDonald. Bo Levi Mitchell. John Morris, the famed Johnny Moe. Joel Otto. Colin Patterson. Mike Rogers, the former New York Ranger and longtime Flames. Radio color guy. Jeff Schultz, NHLer. Natasha Staniszewski. Dwayne Sutter, the man they call Dog. Jock Wilson and Calgary. <laughs> Stan Peters quarterback, Jake Mayer. Hey, if we don't get Bo, can we have Jake? How about that? Thought we uh, might, might see him on Saturday afternoon in that game in Hamilton, and it didn't happen. Um, I think what I'm going to do, Clark, is write this down. Or steal this and write all their phone numbers and give them to you when we come back. Here we go. What else do we have here? Um, Ted in Red Deer says, hey, you know what I'd change on the RP show? Nothing. <laughs> Smart guy. Dundee. How did supper turn out the other night, Ted? You had to make your wife supper, as I recall, because you lost a bet. Mark watching in Melford says, hey, Rod, uh, am I missing something? But is there a CFL app? I have looked and can't find it. Is it there and my eyes are deceiving me? Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. Uh, There is no app. But we're trying to keep it all positive around here. I was putting together my commentary last night. I went to the CFL website trying to get up-to-date week three stats. Don't have them. What are you going to do? Uh... Yeah, we had some comments here in the Stanley Cup final. Dan in Winnipeg says, do you think the Jets will hire Barry Trotz? I think we need to push that question into our two because it's a great one and we don't have time here. Another team has entered the chat with regards to 
landing the services of one Barry Trotz, one that you never thought of, and I certainly never thought about it either. So we'll be right back after this break. You are watching on Game Plus Television. We're broadcasting live from the Rocky Mountain Rotary Golf Classic at Bears Paw Golf Club on Game Plus TV and live streaming. We'll be right back after this timeout. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.